0: Umeka Daniel Zakor is a Baylor alum and a co-host of the snowball podcast. He's a creator and he makes a lot of things Top in. to campus cuts today on the podcast i got a, a bu alum i got a dj i got an audio engineer i got somebody that's intelligent um knows a lot of stuff you know knows the stuff and he really does a great job of it um what's up bro welcome to the show What's up, bro? What's
1: up? i appreciate the praise man
0: Nah, bro, nah, bro. It's uh, I gotta give credit where credit's due. Uh, actually, even before I got to Baylor, um, I heard your stuff. It was with like with Judas stuff, um, and Christian stuff, and whatever. And I was like, uh, I was looking for somebody to like music to listen or of dialogue, and I was like, I was just looking to listening to a bunch of people's um, stuff that they had out there. So uh, I like you know came up, stumbled across yours, and I was like, dang, oh damn, we got people live up in this, okay. <laughs> um, so people watching, watching, watching. <laughs> um, so, yeah, man, I just want to say appreciate you just being on the pod and just um, coming and just appreciate all your stuff, bro. So um, before um, we jump in, man, um, introduce yourself. What is your name? What's your current occupation right now? And um, tell the people what's up.
1: For sure. My name is Chupameca Daniel Izako. I go by Daniel. also go by Mecca. also go by Chupameka if you can say it correctly. If not, to it <laughs> I don't want to spend the day correcting anybody on that time, but, um, I am, like I said, I'm a beginner, but graduating with uh, a degree in biochemistry, that means uh, vegetable tea in Spanish, for- <laughs> It's just not fun. Right. It's just, it's just not fun. And um, I'm also a DJ, audio engineer, music producer, graphic designer.
0: yeah. yeah. And podcast host. Don't forget <laughs> about that, bro.
1: And I'm a podcast host and video editor and podcast audio editor. And basically, if, if it moves or makes sounds, i probably try it.
0: Um, right. So yeah. Bro. That's dope, man. But well, what's her, what's your her stage name? What do people know what's your stage name?
1: Wavia Belli. It's Tanaka, Tanaka, how old are you? 21. 21, okay. So, what do you what do you think the name Wavia Belli comes from? Machiavelli. Okay, nice. I think wait, so. Wait, which Machiavelli? I don't,
0: I'm you, I'm thinking about Machiavelli, the, the philosopher. And uh, uh, that's what I think of. But then, of course, you know, then people think about Tupac, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly. It, it, it was really a mix of both.
0: But, yeah.
1: Yeah, just, just trying to make sure.
0: All right, cool. Hey, bro, no, I'm, 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 a, I'm a little smart, okay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it was literally just a question. Don't do that to me. Yeah. <laughs> just asking questions, bro. This is this is an interview. You ask questions. Bro.
0: Yeah, bro. But Yeah, like yo, before um you like, really do in like yeah, how did you figure out that was going to be your stage name? Why did you choose um Wavy Lovely uh for you to be able to, you know, put as your brand?
1: Bro, I had so many stage names, bro. <laughs> I had so many before I came to Wavy and <laughs> Partially, I haven't switched just because I switched too many times. Right. <laughs> but, but also, like, it, it's, it's just the perfect name because, I mean, any word has to, has to have enough consonants. This, this is going to sound pseudo-intellectual, pseudo-woman. Bro. <laughs> I, th- this, is, this is really just an explanation of basic linguistics. But every word has to have enough consonants and enough vowels. And Wavy Belly just does. So, like, do I want to put in the effort to come up with another name that's unique that also has that? No, I don't. I'm
0: just, right. That's why I'm not going well, <laughs> to switch.
1: The way I got to the name, um, I, originally I was DJ No Reason. Right. right? Back in the I'll say 2015, it was because I made music for no reason. Right. Ha right? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible name. And... Funny because people I knew that didn't really like take my music seriously, which is fine. Take it how you will. They used to call me DJ No Music, which I have to admit that's hilarious. Right, fucking hilarious. (laughs) Eventually, of course, you get tired of being called DJ No Music, so I was like, let me come up with another name. So then I moved to Mekus Makes Music, which is a Mekus is a Nigerian nickname for a mecca. Um. And that was fun. And then I wanted to come up with something that was like, I mean, you said you're 20, 21. Hello, Tanaka.
0: Yeah, I can, I can hear I don't know. Internet's a little unstable.
1: Oh, all good. You said you're 21 years old, right? Right. Okay. So this is like back in like 2016. How, how, how old were you in 2016? You were what? Uh, 17,
0: 18, no,
1: 17, 17 17 Okay So I mean You you remember 2016 enough probably Well, of course you do But like all of media Everything was just like I mean Transformers was fucking number one in the box office Right Megan Fox was still coming off of like fucking hottest woman in America for 12 years in a row J.J. Abrams just got done making the Star Trek No worries, Awakens Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that too, billions of dollars. So like everything was just like lens flares and loud noises. That was all media. Right. It's changing now because you can't do that during a pandemic. Right. You also can't do that during a you know, political crisis in the United States in 2020, which is a ridiculous thing to have. Right. Um. So I changed my name to We. Period. Just W E. Period. Yeah. and that was a pun because I'd be rapping and I would say, um, like, something, something. Wait, like, Basically, I would use it to, like, it was ironic because I'm talking about myself, but I could make a triple entendre to say I'm talking about multiple people. Right. <laughs> 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 and then I was just like, this name is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so then it, it became S-M-P-L-Y. Which was just simply, simple. oh, simply, yeah. So I was the artist simply known, and like it was like, like when everybody was taking vowels out of words just to make them cooler, right? Like, for, like what are we doing this for? Why? Leave the English language alone. Let it, let it live. But um, I was the artist simply known, and then one day, Wavy Valley just just dropped out of thin air, and I was like, yes, thank you.
0: Bro, I hope you trademark that, man. For real.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I need to. <laughs>
0: Bro, please trademark before somebody else like you know decides to go to UTPSO and be like, hey, so um, I trademarked your name, so snatch snatched. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tip for anybody, anybody, anybody doing anything. Trade. Make sure you trademark your stuff before it gets snatched, because if you don't, you will lose out. Dang.
1: Appreciate. That you. is. I never thought.
0: That is it. wild. Oh. Bro, no, bro. I'm telling you, man.
1: You
0: got a trademark. No bet. Bye.
1: <laughs> Dang man. You <laughs> got another
0: to no, bro. No,
1: appreciate that. I'm gonna have to get on that for sure.
0: No, bro. Well, that's a that's a that's a very funny story, bro. Because it, it is a very catchy name and I love how that um, you know whenever somebody comes across your stuff it's just like oh that's a dope name like where did that come from that's definitely going to be stick and that's going to stick into people's minds right so let's go but I mean of course i let you know why we started the podcast it started as an experiment as a project for uh, student government all that whatever sh- NAS. And um, so basically now it's just an open forum conversation where I just chop it up with guests, athletes, entertainers, entrepreneurs, um, you know, students, faculty, staff, community members, anybody that just wants to honestly just chop it up. We just talk about what's going on in the world, society and culture, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, man, so welcome to the Campus Cuts Pod um, talk show. I want to call it podcast, it's a talk show now. Um, but bro, so of course, the very first question I ask like any former students BU alum is, why did you go to Baylor? How did you get there? Um, <laughs> like, I mean, especially as a black person, like, how did we end up at Baylor? Um, okay.
1: Are you from Texas?
0: Yeah, bro. Dallas.
1: Okay. So. I don't, I can't speak. Okay, I, I'm a Nigerian-American. All right. 100 percent nigerian so i want to speak from my res- perspective right i never had a choice about going to baylor bro really i never had a choice about going to baylor bro. Especially, african
0: parents be the worst
1: <laughs> bro. <laughs> especially if i was gonna stay in texas it was either rice or baylor
0: oh wow that's a privilege though because i know people be yes. dreaming the brain
1: <laughs> that's true that's true i mean i still had to, like I still had to put in work to get that because i mean nothing nothing was given to me i mean and baylor is not necessarily the hardest school in the world to get into right but i mean anybody who has the privilege to go to any university like props to you honestly right there are, a lot, there are a lot of people the majority of people in this world who would never even have the opportunity right but but yeah bro like my parents were like okay either you go to baylor you go to Rice or you go to Nigeria, and I was like, I'll just go to Baylor, bro. Like it's it's closer to Dallas, so I was like, I'm gonna just going to Baylor. <laughs> oh man, bro,
0: talk about that. Talk about being a Nigerian American um just like that first generation experience because i'm a um, first generation you know zimbabwean american shout out to them, um formerly known as Rhodesia. shout out to cecil rhodes thanks for colonizing us um and debris the beers um <laughs> diamond company in stealing our diamonds all right but anyway that's a Damn. different caveat that's a different side story um talk about that experience you know growing up as a nigerian american and how that was able to help shape your perspective and just shape your way that you move throughout the world
1: i try not to try to stereotype anybody right Uh, i'm going to speak in very general terms for 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 the sake of the story but i mean in general most nigerian parents are known for you know for the whole strictness thing for the whole right You know, honestly, immigrant parents in general. Yes. Honestly. The doctor, engineer,
0: lawyer. Lawyer.
1: And I think a lot of popular media that wants to like deconstruct those ideas, they oftentimes come from the perspective of this person wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't their choice. Right. But also, like, Personal choice is such a complicated thing that it's kind of hard to boil it down to did you choose this or did you not to? Right. You know I mean, like, I mean, especially like when I was younger, you know, this is like 2000, this is post 911 America. Right. This is swine flu almost just almost became coronavirus America. Right. And my parents are telling me, Doctor, lawyer um engineer and my teachers are telling me the same thing because what like bro no no one's gonna no one in 2006 is saying i'm gonna grow up and become a mechanic unless you are um yeah you know unless you're gonna do that right i didn't have that i didn't have that choice basically so
0: so you were basically forced to be an engine to choose one of the three
1: yeah, I, I was I was <laughs> I was trying to politely say that without offending my parents like virtually, but yeah, I didn't have a
0: choice. <laughs> Bro, talk about that man. Like I think sometimes I mean shoot, I'm even blessed. I'm honestly blessed, like my mom was so chill and my dad was just like, yo, whatever you do, do your best, do your best, do your best, do your best. Um so all I didn't have to deal with like the idea of, like what I know. So which is a blessing, which is a Mm -hmm. blessing. But I mean, of course, still like, you know, my dad was hella strict, (laughs) you know, African dads, man, African, I think that's a, uh, I think that would be a good topic for the day. It's like um, the relationships that black men that we have, especially with our fathers, especially African with our fathers, like sometimes there's like a lot of that tension and that expectation. How have you been able to walk through that? Uh, And now you as an adult, bro, um, you know, you on your own journey, living by yourself, um you know got your bro. first off your pad is nice i like i like the screen but it looks like a what is that
1: bro that's a whole topic of discussion but it's an interactive video wall
0: type thing whoa that's nice thank you that's nice (laughs) 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 but um but yeah how has that been now being an adult how have you been able to walk through and Try to figure out, find like your own, your own like find who Daniel, Mecca is. I know these questions be hidden, bro. Nah,
1: like I'm I'm, like like I said, especially just like the the culture I grew up in. Like, I mean, African American men, people of our skin tone are just notoriously not exactly people that share things, right? Especially like emotional. And some of these questions do have emo- emotional connotations so it just takes me a second to, to think about
0: the yeah. appropriate response
1: yeah but that being said could you ask that question one more time um
0: how has that um being a when it comes to our relationships and us like us especially out like african children when it comes to dictating our lives how have you been able to salvage that and walk through that as an adult now taking like what it means to for daniel to take control of your life especially um you know with our parents in and, and these expectations
1: man that's a, that's a good question <laughs> first of all first Thank of you. all, for real, um this is gonna sound ridiculous but growing up i i never thought my dad would be proud of me yeah. I didn't think there was anything I could do to make him proud. Dude, likewise. It, say, say again? Likewise. Okay, got you. And it, it wasn't so much of an issue for me, but it was just like, it was a constant knowledge, right? So in moments where I felt I let him down, I didn't necessarily feel so bad because I was just like, well, that's that's all I'll ever do. So what's the point of like not of being upset about it? And then when I graduated and I got a job and my dad said he was proud of me, it, it clicked, right? That he wasn't proud of me in this moment. He was proud of me the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to admit that to myself because, I don't know, for some reason it was, it was more motivating to think he doesn't care what I do. And now that I know, right, so much of the actions my parents did towards me were because they care what I do. It, it makes the context of my actions in the past, in the present, and in the future complex. But I also have to, I also have to trust myself, man. You know, mm-hmm. and especially in a year where. You know, if it, it feels literally like the world is ending, <laughs> uh, for for all the conspiracy theorists out there, it's it's not ending, bro. Like, I mean, man, imagine it's like fifteen sixty two, and the Black Plague wipes out a, a third of your country. Right. A, th- a third, bro. That's when you want country. Like, uh, we have it. We have it better than they, than they did, honestly. Oh yeah. But, um. I mean, that was a roundabout way to basically get to, bro. At some point, bro, YOLO, bro, just fuck it, man. Like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to just do it, man. You know? Like, who am I waiting for?
0: Bro, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's true. That is so true. Yeah. That's good, bro. And I think as we can dive into that, bro, like, what does it mean for you to take action? Like, because I know my life, there was times because um, just like with like just linking with like relationships and whatever sometimes you know like oh man bro each and everything i do with my dad like man i get him disappointed whatever and like you know when i was growing up it was more of i worked so hard to get validation but at the end of the day if you try to work so hard to get validation and you may not get it then you start trying to do it in other ways other things other people uh, that one can be very damaging and limiting of your life right and then I finally got to the point. I'm like, bro, I'm just gonna do me, not in the selfish way, but like in a way like I'm going to do me. And like, who whose permission am I waiting for? And I think our generation specifically is so fixated on waiting for people's permission or waiting that they feel like they need to be validated in order to do something, right? Especially now with social media and everybody like, oh, we let's comment, let's like this, this go whatever. Is that like nobody is able to be an individual? right, or they try to be so much of an individual, but then like with them being the individuals, they're really trying to group themselves into like a, an identity or a group. Um, and then after that, like nobody takes action. You know, I'm not, this is not supposed, I'm not a motivational person, I'm motivated, I'm most contrary to belief, I, this is just how my brain works. Um, but I think like action and like taking action and really stepping into like, yeah, I'm gonna take action, I'm gonna go and do this. I mean, your life will be better.
1: I couldn't say it better myself, bro. Like, that huge list of things I rattled off at the beginning of the show, I do all those things, and, like, sometimes I'm like, why? Why am I doing this? And then, eventually, the the answer is always just because I can. So, like, why not? You know, not that not that, that means no. go do anything you want. I mean, don't do any, Don't do everything. Don't do everything. You know, all, all I'm going to say is, like, I might go say that, but just don't do everything. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, bro, just like, like I said, bro, anything that moves and makes sounds, it's fucking fun. Why not,
0: (laughs) bro? Why not? So, how did you get into? How did you get into DJ? How did you get into the video, the graphic design, like your tapping into that creative side? Um, I know that. Again, you know, we have that connotation, doctor, lawyer, whatever. And I know more Most people, they think that creative careers to like, what? what is the point? Like, why are you going to watch TV? There's nothing that you can do. I mean, but people be getting careers off of that. Um, how, are you, how are you able to, what made you first step into that realm of creativity? And what does creativity mean to you? Are you a Christian? Yes.
1: So I'm also a Christian. And when I, when I think about the story, of Genesis, right? Yeah. What what else is the story of Genesis called? What is what else is it, what is it about?
0: The beginning, the creation. We were cre- we were made to create.
1: The cre- exactly the creation, like that. Not only is that God's introduction to humanity is creation, but as far as we know, that is God is creation, right? So I don't like. If I'm going to have a, cr- a Christian experience, creation has to be a part of that because when I create, I I have an appreciation for creation, right? For God's creation when I create because I get how hard it is. Even though it was, it was. I mean, of course, it was easy for God, but like, it's the the Bible's is so many pages for a reason, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like. That's a long book, bro. Bro, oh, right. It's a long book. <laughs> and, I mean, it's, it's all about just what God made. So, I just like making stuff. <laughs> bro,
0: hey, keep it short and simple. And I think that's so true. Uh, I mean, I'm, I had a friend, Chelsea, or I a former friend. I don't even know what's happening with that. But, anyway, um, she said, I had on the pod, and she said, we were created to do two things, to name and create. That's it. That's God all He asked us to. Then we sin, then we messed up. But either way, like that is our natural state of being. Our, like, you look at all these inventions and whatever. And like I think, yeah, and I really agree with you. Like my times, like I, how I define creativity is like the creativity is an extension of God. Like, of course, we're not going to create uh, like, out of the mold, but we have been crafted and um molded to make something. And then after that use it for the benefit of good. Then, you know, evil messed it up and came and then after everybody over, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the enemy, the enemy, like, see, but anyway, but I think it's just the main sense of, and I don't like how people always say I'm not creative. I'm not creative, I'm not creative, I'm creative. But like- It's, it's limiting you, you yourself.
1: Know. It's limiting yourself. And, and like, usually when, when people say that in my experience it's because at some point when they were expressing themselves, somebody told them, hey, like, don't do that. And and for some reason, they they internalized that to, like, have a self-hatred for their own creations. But, like, on the other hand, I hate to push those people to create. On the spot, at least. Right. But, but like, I don't know. I mean, we're... (laughs) Like, let's, let's say you, you meet a girl for the first time. Usually, usually the conversation eventually comes to, to what do you do, right? Right. And, like, if I have to tell a girl what I actually do, which, I mean, I'm probably going to because, like, I'm not going to, like, BS her. Because I do a lot. Like, basically, I'm trying to say I'm busy. I'm busy. That's what I'm trying to tell her, basically. <laughs> 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 so if I say all those things and you just say, oh, I just do this. Then I'm like, well, what what are we gonna do then? Because when you're not doing that and I'm doing something else, what are we what are we gonna do?
0: But hey, bro, let me challenge you on this. It doesn't doesn't that come into a character of like, why should you expect her to do so much? Because you do a lot.
1: That exactly, exactly. Which is why I'm single right now. You <laughs> <laughs> got me there, Tanaka. And I I know I t- I totally understand that because. <laughs> I wasn't single a year ago, I wasn't single a year and a half ago, and and I wasn't single two years ago. And honestly, college seniors, college juniors, uh, text shoddy right now and just say it's over, we're done. No questions, no emojis, just it's over, we're done. Trust me. Bro, really? You? No, I'm joking. Don't, don't, don't don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do that, love your woman. Like Otis Redding said, "Try a little tenderness."
0: Oh my gosh! If I can hit it,
1: those notes, I will. But I, I won't
0: do that. <laughs> no, bro. I think that's a that, that's so true because maybe um because I I mean you can definitely tell like you're definitely ambitious, right? Um, I think I would follow, I think I I think I would consider myself ambitious. I don't know. Like, and uh, this is not me like saying, "Oh yeah, I'm fishing." Like, I honestly genuinely do not know whether or not I am ambitious or I'm crazy or whatever. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'm both. <laughs> but um. It's, I think that's really good like sometimes there has to be like a compromise of what does it mean for somebody that does do a lot and how do you how are you able to balance friendships and relationships especially around people who are not necessarily motivated just because they may not be necessarily as motivated to do a lot doesn't make them a bad person absolutely but like not, you we know, kind to find the vibe and whatever but then like if you somebody that does does a lot gets it was the girl that does a lot, And when she does a lot like when will you guys ever spend time
1: that's true that's that's true and i mean you know i was having a conversation about love with a friend earlier yeah and it really just comes down to your definition of what that is and you know i think that the number one thing that i've experienced is that eventually and this is specifically in, in relationships and I'm, I'm speaking really candidly to Naka. I'm, I'm surprised I would even bring up this topic Bro, thanks bro <laughs> that, that, that's a credit to your, to your interviewing skills by the way that, that, that was that was a good question um, Dude, thank you bro. I'm
0: just we just chopping it up like this is just me like this is not running down like we just chopping it up
1: <laughs> no I mean I'm, I'm just I'm just saying um let me see I lost my train of thought um
0: When it's like what it comes down to, what the idea of love, like whatever it means.
1: Okay. I don't have a jealous bone in my body. I don't. Right. Like, if somebody has something and it's not mine, I just don't care. And I've been in so many relationships where it's a relationship based off of ownership and not care. And. I feel like so often because of things I do, I'm a novelty until I'm not. And then all right. un- un- until they get used to it. Right. And then it's just like, all right, well, let's just be done then because I'm not going to chase you around the world. I just won't do it. You know, right. I, I, I'm not giving any answers in that statement, but basically, bro, like I said, I'm single this year. and I'll be single next year no um yeah no when when dating somebody who doesn't do as much as you 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 have to come to an understanding about notoriety and time and understanding Mm. I think especially as a DJ right I'm supposed to be I mean a DJ is supposed to be sociable right right and you can say oh well you know you can be whoever you want but like bro if you're hosting parties if if you're if you're generating an environment you closing yourself off to people is not productive usually right so i mean i was with a girl at the time when i first started djing she was all in support of it i started getting female attention and she would be angry about the female attention right and I was like, I can't do anything about that, but that's also part of this job. Right. So I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> like, I don't know <laughs> what to tell
1: you. Tell <laughs> you, you, like if a if a woman approaches the booth, you want me to to to, to um stiff arm her in the face? Like, bro, I don't have the energy for that. And I mean, <laughs> like that that application just applies to DJ. Right. But, I mean, if you know, if, if you go looking for a girl who's a model. And you have a problem with men looking at her, bro? With anyone looking at her, bro? What do you do? That's her job.
0: I mean, like they're literally are being a shot to generate attention economy for a product in order for people to buy it.
1: Let, so, let alone th- this girl has probably grown up since she was like maybe ten, just wanting to be a model. You, 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 you. Somehow she stupidly fell in love with you, and you tell her, "Hey, I like how you look and everything." I don't like the other people like how you look. What?
0: <laughs> or, or that's also saying like I really love how you cook, but I don't want you to cook for anybody else you be your chef. Huh? Oh
1: my! <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my goodness. So then, like you know, oh, oh, you're an artist. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Oh, you're gonna make a song about me. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. What am I gonna make a song about then? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You just apply that to so many things, bro. Basically,
0: you <laughs> you know. apply that to so many things, and I think that that is such a good point. To even just talk about. Uh, I was just saying how, <laughs> oh, bro, this is funny. You just talk about like just the idea of um, relationships and and envy and jealousy, man. Like, um, oh, that's tough, man. Like, bro, it, I mean, relationships are hard. I mean, well, no, actually. Relationships are not hard. It's just that people are complicated and we're all healing. We're all trying to we're all trying to figure out and like if some things aren't healed and after that you just you project them and then after the after projection and you know it just comes uh, at the end of the day, people for the uh people listening to this, watching this, heal yourself first. Healing is so important.
1: Big facts. Big facts.
0: Because if you're not healed, how do you even expect to love somebody? You can Jeez, bro. Of yes. course you know, we, saw that, we saw that with the entanglement man <laughs>
1: well, But honestly I, I, I do think they're in love I do think they're in love But here's what I want to say um, Don't mix up Love and desire Right They they go hand in hand But desire without love Is not what you want That's lust <laughs> It's lust <laughs> as, as Cardi B says there's some hoes in this house, that's <laughs> all I'm gonna say. <laughs>
0: oh man, L-O-L, bro, please stay, please stay, stay sanctified, brother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I'm not talking about my house. This house is hoe free. There's, there's no corner for hoes to hide in. But I'm just saying, in general, in, in the United States of America in 2020, there's some hoes in this house. If Honestly, if I'm running for president, that is my, uh, my slogan, there's some hoes in this house. Oh my gosh! This house of Congress, bro, it's it's happening out there. It's no.
0: happening. Well, that's hilarious. That is <laughs> hilarious, man. Um, oh, man, just keep talking about the states, bro. Like this is a, like one of these bigger questions that I ask is like, what is what is what is um uh, something that you would like to see change? It can be one thing, many things. Or I mean, of course, twenty twenty has been definitely a dumpster fire. Um, but you know, what are things that you would like to see change in America? Like, from your perspective, your viewpoint. Hmm.
1: Everybody get off of social media. Or they should, there should be like an actual Twitter location in every city. Like, if you wanted to talk to people generally in your area, whether it be through virtual reality or anything, You should be able to do it in a format that doesn't limit your understanding of other people because social media is so polarizing. And especially like every, everybody right now is is focused on, on Gen Z, you know, TikTok is about to get shut down. Probably God forbid, because I love TikTok and you know, all, all these other things. Bro, the generation that went to fourth grade on Friday in a normal world and then went to fifth grade the next semester, everyone wearing masks? Trauma, Bro. (laughs) Bro. (laughs) I don't even know. I don't even know, like, who knows? Like, the next 20 years in this country, the average everyday citizen, like, like, the political issues that, that we talk about this year, in t- in 20 years, they, they probably won't be as pertinent. But what will be? What if your kids are arguing about, in 20 years, are arguing about whether Kylie Jenner's robot replacement clone having a baby with Travis Scott is cheating? What are we going to do? You know? Like... <laughs> So I hear people like um like like people on social media they, they take the smallest thing and they just argue about it for days and I'm like, "Bro." Right. Elon Musk just put chips in pig brains and made music from them apparently. I I don't think I care about and I mean, don't get me wrong, these are serious issues, but I don't think I care about whether or not Kim Kardashian can wear braids when pig brains are being translated. Right? I, I can't. It's hard for me to do that.
0: Right, right. Dude, like, and now, I mean, shoot, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to put it out there. I like some conspiracies. And it turns out that all the conspiracies, the majority of the conspiracy theorists, the, the, the healthy ones, were right. <laughs> I mean. Okay,
1: okay. The, the healthy ones. But like, Odyssey, healthy conspiracy theories are usually just, it's just usually just really slow news. Like, right. <laughs> any, any investigative, okay, and that, that's another thing about, about conspiracy theories, that I want people to, I want people to hear this, bro, because I get tired of it sometimes, especially on Twitter. The more mouths that hear about a secret, especially in a year where. This, this lady just became fucking famous for saying she sucked off seven NBA players. No proof. The more mouths that hear about a secret and realize that that secret is worth a certain amount of money, you know how hard it is to stop that trail? Very hard. <laughs> so, so like, what do you come up with conspiracies? Like, for example, and I'm just going to go with the random one because it's the first one that comes to mind, there was one going around last year that Chuck E. Cheese Pizza recycles their pizza, right? Right. If I was an employee at Chuck E. Cheese Pizza, even if it, if it was the only job I'd ever had in my life and I had to keep that job with my fucking life, if I saw my manager recycle pizza and I could get proof of that, I'm going to be on TMZ tomorrow and get $20,000 <laughs> and and write a book deal. And when this nigga comes after me and says anything, I'm going to be like, okay, security, fucking restraining order, anything, bro. I got Like, dude, what else? Um... Dude, and honestly, with all due respect to conspiracy theorists, all due respect to, to all viewpoints. Bill Gates has been planning for 40 years to de- today to, to inject you with a microchip through a vaccine. Is that really what you think is happening? Dude, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Be realistic with yourself. But who knows, bro. I
0: mean, you got you got Dr. Rashad Butar. That,
1: that's true. That's I true. mean, but hey, you pre mad. I'm pre mad, you know what but I mean honestly, he, he that, that 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 doctor guy, I don't remember his name. You said Dr. Rashad butar
0: Uh Butar. Yeah, Bitar Bitar. Or something. bro,
1: yeah. He, he's probably doing this. T- it's not good to politics, bro. It's hey he's probably
0: politics. hey he's probably doing it in order to get generate money, right? Or look, at,
1: look at his look at his voter base.
0: Look at what oh, he's no, running no. for. He's not, he's not running. No, oh I'm not talking about that that doctor that's running, the one that created oh. email. I'm talking about the actual doctor. Nah, not that. Not that guy. Oh yeah, bro. I know that other guy. He's trying to get all these nut jobs to vote for him. Yeah, bro. But bro, it's a, bro, twenty twenty is a twenty twenty is a simulation. Like Elon Musk is Lex Luthor. He's doing some great dope stuff. But I mean, no matter what, he's still getting paid. I mean, shoot, I'm getting paid, so I can talk a little bit. about you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. But <laughs> but no, but it is wild. It is wild. Like the 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 pig brain. Like I mean, at this point, you're going to technically. Ex Machina is about to happen. Psh.
1: I haven't seen that, but I have seen Black Mirror, and I'm, I'm sure it's similar.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Remember the girl and how she was able to phone call, call her from, like, call her mom through her brain? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and how in China, the social points episode, and then after that, they're like, you know, they're already doing the social points, and then after that, you snitch on somebody, their social points get, the, get down to the point that they can't even go on a train? That's crazy. Bro it's happening man it's just people slow
1: it, that's true well i mean i don't know bro N- news in this country is so weird because it something something can be announced on the news and it doesn't become a big deal until until it affects like a celebrity and then now it's a big deal
0: basically. right right bro and now when it comes to celebrity too man um you know you're an artist you're like you are an artist you're a creator you're a creative um what's your idea and point like your your point of view about um People celebrate celebrities so much. Like I saw, I put out a tweet like, "Yo, celebrate your friend's accomplishments, like you celebrate the celebrities." I mean, because okay. too many, like too many of people, um, they gawk over their these people that don't know nor do they care that they exist, and not the, not to care like they don't care like oh whatever like, like they could give a crap about you, but like they have their own things, they have their own lives, they have they, they're trying to do whatever. So yeah, basically, they don't care. And so now you was like, man, I'm over here doing whatever. Like, what does it mean, one, for people to support a local artist or whatever? And how and what are your thoughts and opinions and how you feel about that, man?
1: It goes back to love versus versus desire. Mm. It goes back to love versus desire. A lot of people love the idea of celebrities. And they don't love their friends. They like their friends a lot, but they don't love their friends. For example, like not not to not to be braggadocious, but I mean, especially like when I became like the DJ, bro, go, going from almost being like nobody to like performing for 300 people every every night. I thought I would have the support of people that were around me that I was trying to impress somehow through my everyday life. Right. And when they acknowledged it and they didn't care, I I began to realize, oh, it's not that you don't care about my art. You don't care about me. Mm -hmm. At that point, I'm no longer trying to impress you because I'm just, that's just boring. It's tough.
0: You don't care about my art. You don't care about me. Yeah,
1: because my art is me. And, uh, and if you know me, you know that. Right. So and so there's no point in us pretending, basically. Oof. Yeah. Basically, it's, what I'm saying is if they're not supporting, they're not your friend. Right. Pretty much. Because, I mean, let's not even get to the fact that, like, for the most part, if, if you're supporting your friends and they are able to achieve something or get something good, they're probably going to share that thing with you in some way, share that success with you, that happiness in some way. Right. So if, if you don't even have the care to at least share in someone's happiness, then you don't care about the person. Right. And right. There's so- nothing wrong with that.
0: Yeah, and and that's true. Like, and that's true. Like, there's nothing wrong in sharing other people's happiness. But I mean, I personally, that I believe that there is a lot of abundance for everybody to be happy to whatever extent that they wish to. Um, true. Um, but I guess it's just a, it's it's an internal conflict battle that most people are dealing with anyway, right? So eh, yeah. But um, now, like, how was that? Like. How was that? Being able to walk through the idea, like, man, these people don't support me. Like, did you just drop them, or are you just like, okay, cool, like, I respect you, you're my friend. Um, okay, actually, no, cancel that, scratch that. What does w- how does one effectively support their friend? What does support mean? What does it mean to support?
1: Support means, of course, it's it's different depending on on who the Dep- friend is, right? But you know. Support is, is is sort of like it's sort of like the bass in a song. You, you don't hear it, you feel it, and 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 that's that's a really roundabout way to say I can't explain it. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. You know. But you you know when you're being supported. Still there?
0: Oh, hold up! Hold up! Hold up! A little frozen.
1: All good. Still there? Can you hear me?
0: All right, y'all. So basically, here's a little recap. Excuse, pardon the interruption, you know, just the connection. But um, if you're now joining in, had a great episode with uh, Wavey Avelli so far. Um, Wavey um, You No, know, goes by Daniel. Goes by uh, Mecca. Oh. Um, his name, his full name. Um, so, okay, you're back. You're back.
1: Here, yeah, present, All right. in the flesh. <laughs>
0: um, but okay. So you're saying that support goes like it's um. It really depends on the person, but support is
1: support is felt, not not heard. Felt, well, not heard. Man,
0: in a day and age where everybody wants to feel like that they're supportive, but I think even sometimes, even with, with the idea of support, I think. A lot of people are entitled to. I, I mean, I, I personally think that the West were so soft. Oh, we are grief. so soft because the way that we might not feel supported on a social media post. But then I was listening to this Joe Rogan episode with David Choi, uh, David Cho. I, one, of the, one of my favorites. And it was so good just to be able to hear David just be so um, open and candid about Daniel's Eleven. Yeah, so basically he was saying how um he went over to um where it called the congo he went to the jungle he was looking for this dinosaur he met these guys he met these um um uh tribes tribesmen they're living there whatever he got a chance to live with them and all that so they're running hunting all that stuff and basically he said okay have you heard of america oh america yeah we heard of america do you want to go there why would I go to a building where they jump off the building? Why would I go to a place where they jump off the building and they kill themselves? Like that's their impression. That's what they yeah. hear, and they say that you know. Too many times we're so fixated. I don't know, bro. Our culture is so fixated on like stuff and things and all this stuff, bro. I was downstairs in the basement, so I'm going on like just talking, but I was downstairs oh, in the yeah. basement, and um, in the basement I'm just like, damn, like my dad, and we we have so much stuff, yeah. We don't even wear it. I mean, I I identify as a minimalist now. Like I can travel with like three things, whatever. Like it's less weight. I threw a bunch of my stuff away cause I don't need it. But like, we're so fixated on status, on stuff, on things. We got to the point where we're so comfortable that we're now arguing over stuff that doesn't even need to be argued. Where one is people that's out there with conflict and more. but also like, I don't know, man, it's, it's a weird conundrum. I mean, if you guys disagree, well, great. Do I care? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I really think that, um, yeah, we definitely have been, definitely been solid, And I mean, I which mean. is great access to like, because of technology, all that, amazing. But
1: uh-huh. I agree. I agree, man. And I think 2020 is, it's it, it. although it's not the end of the world, it, it is one of those moments where, cultural impact the impact on culture going into the future is probably going to be unpredictable from today most likely right and who knows you know maybe the world is softer in 20 years who knows right right
0: there's a there's definitely a shift i mean like no 2020 was the shift um i think anybody um uh, Covid, I think Covid has really exposed people for who they are, um, and on so many fronts, right? What really brother, are you? Are you really as uh, intentional as you would like to be? Is your relationship as true as it is? As your um, your finances or whatever, is it true as it is? Um, it's the shift. I know everybody's talking about 2020 vision, like uh, my 2020 vision is going to be the best year, two years, double double numbers, 11-11, whatever, whatever. I mean, I I believe in synchronicity, right? Uh, as well, like it doesn't place a football, but um, it's more of when most people think, "Oh yeah, my vision is going to get clear." Nah, like this is the sobering part of the vision getting clear. This is what a lot of people needed. Like you may not want it, but it was what you needed because what you think that you needed was what you wanted was actually what you needed, but nah. And you know, the people that were running their systems, you see malls getting shut down, being bought out by Amazon. You seeing, <laughs> you seeing people, <laughs> bro. It is, it's is like it just proves like you are real or not like hey are you who you say you are
1: man no nah, seriously seriously what what well put and for those of you out there um, listening or listening right now there's a there's a youtube account called company man um and he chronicles the rise and fall of like big companies and if if you panic when the boat is sinking you're probably you're probably going to drown you know and you just got to not panic really cuz the boat's going to sink whether you panic or not <laughs> <laughs> the boat's going to sink out of the way i mean, but if I mean you, have, if you don't panic you'll be
0: you'll be able
1: to swim uh, yeah you have a lot of choices to make but you, if you just panic like I mean, I hope you like sharks. You know. Oh, man. oh, bro. So how have you been um
0: how what are some of the things that you've been doing in order to keep saying, in order to keep making sure that you're floating throughout um like especially during the COVID, especially everything that's been happening so far? We're nine months in now, yeah.
1: <laughs> I think getting rid of getting rid of expectations. For other people. Mm. So, letting. stepping out of an egotistical view of everything. Um, just because. You can be as e- egotistical as you want to, but when you're just statistical, for the most part, you'll be okay. Usually. Right. So, just. I mean, of course, like, it's it's a taboo among among people of color, but, like, the, the avoidance of emotions sometimes is not the worst thing in the world in the long term.
0: Right. Basically. Yeah. Being able to detach yourself. Um, and I think it's super important for us to... But, see, the thing is, the thing that sucks, though, is that most people don't necessarily understand... How to detach from emotions, um, and I, I me—I'm a very emotional person. I love emotions, whatever. But I think it's the understanding the 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 basic law of detachment. Um, that would, nobody knows how to
1: do that. How do how are you able to do
0: that? Like how are you able to be able to learn how to detach from things?
1: You spoke about it earlier, but minimalism has been a huge part of that, right? And just re- realizing how much of a commodity things are, it helped me to detach from my unhealthy unhealthy attachments to people. Right. Because there is healthy attachment. Right. Yes, but it, it that that's what helped me was um, was minimalism because. I began to realize that there were things around me that I didn't need that I was keeping around me just because I could. And i would keep telling myself, well, this, this doesn't hurt me. It's, it's good, but it's not like, for example, if I have a, if I have an old pair of shoes that I'm never going to wear again, I should either sell them or donate them. If I keep them in 20 years, I'm still not going to wear them. I can have that memory in my mind of those shoes and it's much more valuable and those shoes taking up space in my house. And it became the same thing with people. If the memory of you is better than knowing you, then I'm gonna just do a lot of remembering, cause, shout shout out to my exes. (laughs) (laughs) Not the exes, bro. Oh, but
0: I mean, and that's so, that's so good though. That is so good because, Um, man, a lot of people don't want to confront the idea that maybe your relationship, maybe your friendship, maybe just attachment to these former identities, like, you know, you're holding out, you're too busy, you know, I mean, you know the proverb, uh, the proverb of, okay, if you're stuck in the past, you're depressed, and if you're too busy in the future, you have anxiety, so that's why I need to stay in the present, and that's like something, something, and all that, but um, it really is important for us to recognize that, yo, one, there's a season for everything, and this is why I love Ecclesiastes, man. please. because they don't even, hey, bro, everything's meaningless. Just chip pants, enjoy where you
1: at. Okay, hold on, you, you, <laughs> you there? Yeah, it cut out a little bit. You cut out. All I heard was everything is meaningless. Just just shoot your pants wherever you at. Did you say that or am I tripping? <laughs>
0: no, 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 no. I didn't say that. <laughs> okay. I said
1: everything.
0: <laughs> that's, that's what I heard. Mean. Oh, no, I said everything is meaningless. Uh, in solemn Ecclesiastes, everything okay. is meaningless. Yes. Enjoy where you're at. Enjoy where you're going. And okay. understanding that. Because um, I've just been, and these are one of the last questions that I always ask people, like, yo, what, what do you want your legacy to be, right? And um, so, like, I'm going to ask you that. I think we're going to head into that. But personally, when I think about that, it's like... Psh- All right. again all right, Wi-Fi right. connection yeah. LOL. yes is he coming back he's coming back can you hear me okay all right Wi-Fi connection man the Wi-fi's been bad today
1: sorry it's probably mine
0: um so what I was saying um what I was saying was um I don't I mean you know people call it like legacy 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 and I got this like but my friend wassim and I we were talking about this like man I could care less about my legacy, to be honest. I'm gonna be dead. <laughs> and <laughs> you no, know, and it's like, but like it's also, and remember guys, I'm coming from this from a biblical perspective. Um Ecclesiastes and says the few the futility, futility of work.
1: Think I'm back, okay? Cool, all
0: right, cool, okay, man. Why am I tripping today? Yeah. Now, now, I found out it's mine. My Wi is tripping. Basically, I was saying that you know, please, Solomon was saying that you know, all my hard work is earned, I'm going to pass it to somebody else, who knows what's going to happen to that person that, like, they're going to pass it on to, they're going to mess it up, like, that sucks, and so it's just, like, some people, like, what's the point of us having so much anxiety, and pain, and grief every night, and even
1: I don't know if it's still recording while we're disconnected, but follow me on Twitter. (laughs) Can you hear me? Yeah, I'll I yeah, I wasn't like out of mission Hello. Yeah, Hello? Can you hear me? Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, I can hear you. All right. This is right. gonna be fun. On uh, edit. Um but yeah, man, just people just enjoy your life, man. Just don't stress like you're stressing yourself out because you're stressing to yourself out anyway. But anyway, bro, like my question for you, bro, is like, what do you want your legacy to
1: be? I want my legacy to be creator, period. Simple. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Simply. <laughs> uh,
0: but, bro. Um, And usually that's what should be like the big last question. But let me ask you this one last question, bro. Um, If you were to tell, what were three things that you would tell to your freshman yourself?
1: I would say make that money. Kiss that girl. Change your number.
0: (laughs) <laughs> bro, you, you have had a crazy experience At Baylor or whatever, bro Bro, I'm just gonna leave you a debt <laughs> Yeah <laughs> but, Yeah, y'all Make that money, kiss that girl Change your number Take risk um, Be yourself And make sure you shoot your shot in a way that is going to be successful But also not creepy
1: Change your area code too not just just the last uh, seven digits.
0: (laughs) Area Oh, that's crazy. Um, Bro, but this is my last segment of the show, my favorite segment of the show, Speak Life, because, you know, James says that you get the power of life and death comes from the tongue. So, bro, I just want to, Daniel, I just want to say Speak Life over you. Man, um, one, I appreciate your artistry. I appreciate your humor, your candidness, and your ability to continue to create. That is one thing that I definitely value, and that's one thing that I know that, um, you are created and were meant, for me, meant to do. So it is just so good just to see you how you're just vibing on a level and vibing in a way that you are living true to your purpose. It is a blessing to know you, bro. It is a blessing to see you working with Christians. It's a blessing for you just to put your gifts on display. Uh, thank you for your presence. Thank you for your work. And thank you for just creating and understanding a, how to make people have fun at Scruffs, at each and every party, each and every function. Um, you are really good at that, man. So I just want to let you know that you are appreciated, that you are loved. I love you, bro, as a brother in Christ, and um, I'm so proud and I, can't, I cannot even fathom or even just say how excited I am for where you're gonna take your artistry and how life and how God's gonna move through you, bro. So just wanted to give you your flowers, man, and speak life over you, and Just say thank you so much for being on the pod. Thank you for say, making this entertaining, funny, and, uh, you know, for just chopping it up, bro, I really do appreciate this. Thank you for your time.
1: For sure, bro. Um, I know this is called Campus Cuts, so I didn't want to leave this without doing a wave check. Yeah. No, nah, i will play <laughs> 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 No, nah, my, my shit will, will be on swim, though. By tonight. Oh, my God. Tonight, oh, you cut the hair? Yeah, I cut my hair. 11, yeah, I, I cut my hair.
0: Okay, okay, I see, I see
1: a little bit. Yeah, but um, what was I going to say? Um, appreciate it, bro. I really do. I mean, I, I think Campus Cuts is a great idea. We got to have you on the podcast as well. Um, for those of y'all that don't know, I have a podcast called um, Snowball Effect. Um, our tagline is contain conversations that snowball into larger ones. You can listen to it on Apple Music, Spotify, all that stuff. Um, if you look up Wavy Valley on, on anything that moves... YouTube, TikTok, whatever, you'll find me. And um, iTunes, Apple Music. Um, Tanaka, bro, I mean, I want to speak some life over you as well, bro. Like, I mean, who else? Who else could do it, bro? Who else could make a podcast? Who else could make campus cuts? Nobody. Just you, man. And I I appreciate that you are – Able to do it with A dedication To interviewing People and a dedication To what you want to do I um, I mean whatever that is I guess I can tell It's a lot of things Um, I'm excited to see you do it bro For sure for sure and this Is a message to everybody out there Just make something Today I don't care if it's a macaroni Necklace bro. No.
0: Just make something today make something today well i appreciate that i received that man for real man thank you thank you bro but anyway i hope you guys enjoyed this hilarious pod bro hilarious episode thank you bro for coming on the guest and we are out thank you so much everybody for listening to this episode of the podcast make sure you go watch the podcast on youtube if you haven't and make sure you go follow us on IG campus cuts pod and follow us on each and every social media network thank you so much for the help hopefully that we can get up back to where we were and hope you have a blessed day continue to share it like it love it subscribe and enjoy your time